Welcome back, everyone, to the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. Episode 90, This Is Us. This Is Us is an American drama that premiered on NBC September of 2016. It's a show that follows the lives of two parents and their three children through several different eras of their lives. Well, today we're not going to hear to talk about the Pearsons or their family drama, but rather we're going to talk about the lives of our fellow realtors and how buyers, sellers, investors must remember at all times that they are dealing with actual like real human beings and the lives that they lead. My name is Lou Lombardi. Now, here's your host, Jason Wilcox. This is us. <laughs> I want to be very clear. I have yet to see even a single episode of This Is Us. So that intro, I may or may not have ripped from <laughs> Wikipedia. So if somebody's out there going, that's not what this show is about, feel free to email me. I don't care. I don't care if I got that right or wrong. Doesn't affect me in the least, but haven't seen an episode. The only thing I know about it, spoiler alert, is that the main character dies from, I think, a crockpot fire. And I only know that because apparently, like, crockpot stock went down like, tremendously <laughs> the, the day after the episode. The day after the episode premiered. A similar scene. Uh, I've never seen an episode of Sex in the City. Isn't that the same thing that's going on right now? Didn't Peloton, um, Peloton um, stock, like, tank the next day? Because apparently the, the Mr. Big, whoever that character is, got killed off, had a heart attack after he just got done doing his like thousandth Peloton workout or whatever. And the idea was that he lived such a lavish lifestyle. That's how he had the heart attack. But everyone was dumb enough to go, the Peloton killed him. Oh my so, goodness. To a point, to a point where like Peloton execs had to come out and put out like formal statements. Peloton does not kill. Yeah, they're like, in fact, actually, you know, Mr. Biggs lead, led such an uh, extravagant lifestyle of cigars and drinking and women that the Peloton is probably what kept him alive for just a little bit longer. Like, there you are. That's ah, a way to you spin something like that. I'm, I'm ah, spin. Get it. Uh, <laughs> get it. Spin. I get, I get it. I get it. I get it. OK, so what the heck are you then? What the hell are you talking about today? So, okay, this is one of those topics that I, I don't want this to sound like a rant, even though this is probably going to come across as a rant, but I feel like it's a conversation we need to have. We've been saying for 90 episodes now that this is the really real real estate podcast. I call that because we have those really real conversations that you're not going to see on HGTV, that you're not going to see posted about by Zillow. Uh, you get them here, whether you like it, love it, hate it, whatever, we give it to you because we're in the business of giving you the information that you need, not necessarily what you want to hear. So, <laughs> what, what we're talking about today is this. In 2021, in an, in an age where information is at our fingertips. Wait a minute, wait a minute, stop, stop, stop. Stop, stop. <laughs> it's actually 2022, but go ahead. Oh, that's right. It is 2022. I was like, what the hell are we stop for? That's true. <laughs> little, little, uh, was it, was it? Yeah. A little, little, little uh, peek behind the curtains. We we're recording this in 2021. Yeah. It's like those late night shows that like try to hint at the fact that 
there's no new episode on Thanksgiving night. They clearly recorded this a week ahead of time. They want to try to give the illusion that they recorded on Thanksgiving night, but we know better. We know better. Absolutely. Anyways, in 2022, um, where we have everything at our fingertips and in an age of instant gratification, um, sometimes we forget uh, as clients that we are working with human beings. We are working with human beings that have lives and schedules and businesses to run. And sometimes you need to be aware and cognizant of the fact that uh, it's not always about you. And sometimes there are reasons why uh, an agent has not called you back within 10 minutes and you need to know that that's okay. You are going to survive and that you should not be thinking less of your realtor because it took them longer than 10 minutes to get back to you. Okay. All right. That was a great podcast, Jason. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Next time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you guys you guys have all kinds of things you're, you're regular people yeah. <laughs> I don't got shocker that. yeah yeah <laughs> and, and and so i just wanted to kind of bring up some points today of just some things to remember when you're dealing with your realtors and that's that's kind of what we're going to work through today so shall we dive in let's dive in start diving. all right all right so the first uh Realtors, and we've talked about this in other podcast episodes, we're independent contractors. We run our own businesses. So, you know, when I, when I, I'm like, I'm affiliated with Colwell Banker, but I run my own business. I'm in charge of my own clients. I'm in charge of my own transactions. So you need to remember, shocker alert, you're not my only client. I hate to say that. Yeah. That's just crazy talk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can be if you want to pay me my salary, but I promise you, you're not going to want to pay me. My, my salary, if you want me to be your only client, we can make that happen. Um, <laughs> we have, you know, it just in the course of our business alone, we have other appointments. We have other meetings. We have classes. We have clients that we're meeting with. We have closings. You know, think about when I go to show you three houses and I haven't touched my phone other than open lock boxes. Uh, and I've maybe taken an hour and a half to show you three houses. Guess what? There are other clients I'm doing the exact same thing for. There are sellers that I'm meeting with. I'm walking through their houses. There's continuing ed classes that I take. Sometimes there are continuing ed classes that I take that I'm in a class from 9.15 to 12.30 p.m. and I'm not allowed on my phone other than like the five-minute pee break that they give us you know so you know we run our own business and it's okay if we don't get back to you right away we see that you called um and dear god for the love of all things holy you don't need to call me five times i see that you missed i missed your call i will call you back as soon as i get the chance you don't need to call leave a voicemail text and then shoot me three emails you don't need to do that really yeah and what i also tell people too is Keep in mind, going back to the fact that we run our own businesses, think about who else runs their own businesses. Accountants, lawyers, doctors, dentists, the list goes on and on. If a doctor's in a surgery, they're not going to get back to you right away. What? If a, Unacceptable. If they're in a lengthy surgery, they're not getting back to you. They might not even get back to you today. At the very least, I try to say as realtors, we should be returning phone calls and texts before the end of the day depending on what time you call, we're going to get to that in a second. But, you know, just remember that, you know, just like lawyers and, you know, and accountants and other professions don't always get back to you right away. You need to understand that we're running our own business and we have other professional obligations that we must attend to. And we promise we will get back to you as soon as we can. Okay. Well, there you are. Yeah. Quit being a jerk, people. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So just like the fact that we run our own businesses, we also have our own personal lives. What? Yeah. 
we have families, we have personal lives, you know, I, I don't know what else to say other than we like to spend time with our families. You know, if you're calling me at 530 at night, you need to realize I'm probably feeding my child. I'm having dinner with my family. I have a one-year-old at home, you know, and that leads right into bath time. Bath time leads right into get ready for bed, which leads right to bedtime. So if you call me at 530, I'm doing dinner, bath, bed routine, and then bed. So if you call me at 530, I'm probably not available until 730, 8 o'clock. That's just life. You know, like I said, I'm assuming you're doing the same thing with your family, you know, um, so we have families that we tend to, you know, we have, you know, events and functions we want to go to for our kids, you know, at their schools and churches and, you know, community organizations and hell, we might even want to spend some time with them at some point. We might want to go see a movie. We might want to take them to a hockey game. We might want to take them to, well, not a baseball game because it's Pittsburgh and it's the Pirates, but you get, the, <laughs> you get the idea of where I'm going with this. We like to have lives and it's, it's okay if we don't get back to you right away it's, it's okay again we see that we've missed your communication whether it's text email um or phone call and we will get back to you as soon as we can it's it's okay and uh but but the good news is realtors they never take any days off right we so never like, so like it's christmas day you know yeah. whatever they'll, they'll they're going to be right there for you right jason Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we never take days off. And here's a shocker. Check with your realtor before you start working with them. You'll be surprised. A lot of realtors uh, take days off that aren't the days you think. Um, I tell my clients, other than rare exceptions, my day off is Friday. I actually try, try to take Fridays off because I know I'm working all weekend. Um, I try to take some time off because Fridays allow me to get some of my personal appointments and things like that done. I've talked to agents who take Tuesdays off. I talk to agents who take Wednesdays off. Um, I talk to, there are some agents who take Saturdays off um, or they take Sundays off there. There's ways to do that. Um, you know, I, I usually work on the weekends cause I work with a lot of first time home buyers. And so for me personally, my buyers are off on the weekends, which is why I usually have to work and I try to take another day off. But yeah, you know, find out what day your realtor likes to take off and then don't be upset because guess what? You don't work seven days a week. So why should you expect anybody else? <laughs> this and this seems like an episode that requires sound effects to emphasize yes. the points. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. <laughs> so, they, so you guys take some so you guys take some days off, of course. Of course, of course. Um so uh the, what about this? Um all hours of the night and stuff like that too. Like there's a point at which you cut it off. Correct. Yes. Uh, I, I, I've often said there are some days where I'm thanking the good Lord that murder's not legal because I've come <laughs> on a couple of occasions. Um, I'm sorry. We're not Verizon. We're not Comcast. We don't hire people overseas to have a 24 hour call center, you know, cause Shocker, if you call Verizon at two o'clock in the morning, you'll get customer service, but it ain't going to be anybody in the United States. I can tell you that much right now. Um, please remember what time it is. Um, there's no there's there's no need to call us at 10 o'clock at night. There's no need to call us at 10 o'clock at night. I'll say it again. There's no need to call us at 10 o'clock at night. Here's the other thing. Let's say you call with an urgency. Now, notice I did not say emergency. I said urgency because Realtors don't deal with emergencies. My personal opinion, and I'm stealing this from Chris Hogan for anybody who's uh, a believer uh, of the Dave, Dave Ramsey organization. Uh, Chris Hogan uh, once said that um, when I hear emergency, I think life or death. I right. think 911. I think, you know, 
don't 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 call Jason Wilcox. I'm the last person you want to call. If your house is on fire or you're having a heart attack, call 911. Get the proper people out there. Um, so we don't have emergencies in real estate. We have urgencies. And your urgency, A, is not my problem, uh, which that one's going to come back to bite me in the ass. I know that one. But urgency in the sense that if it's 10 o'clock at night, nine times out of 10, whatever urgency it is, you can't, can't be handled. Yeah, anyway, can't exactly. With anyways, yeah. Banks aren't open. Title companies aren't open. Lawyer law offices sure as hell ain't open. <laughs> you know, your CPA firms, you know, the home warranty company, those things aren't open anyways. So whatever we're dealing with, chances are we're not going to be able to get a resolution anyways. So nothing's open. So just wait until we get back into normal business hours. And we'll cross that pass because here's what's going to happen. If you call me at 10 o'clock at night versus if you call me at, let's say, you know, 830 in the morning, okay. there's one distinct, two distinct differences. Number one is at 830 in the morning, said banks, title companies, law offices, all of that are going to be open. What you're also going to have is a much more amicable realtor because if you've called your realtor at 10 o'clock at night, the only thing you have done is irritated your realtor. Um, and that's not something you want because you don't want to, what, 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 what did my mom always say? Don't piss the people off that are in your corner. That's right. The, don't, don't upset the people that are in your, 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 on your side fighting for you. So just remember that calling me at 10 o'clock at night anyways, isn't going to get us anywhere. And I should say that again, I don't want to belittle your urgency. If you're working with me, it is my urgency. I will say that because you hired me to help take care of it. But just remember that sometimes you know, urgencies, they have to wait because if it's too late at night, there's nothing we can accomplish anyways. Good, 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 good stuff. And, but, but if, if I yell enough, right, you'll do, you'll do everything, right? You'll get up at three o'clock in the morning. Or oh, morning. absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And I'll, and I'll be nothing but sunshines and rainbows and smiles <laughs> on my face. Um, I've actually always said this, and this may be a very unpopular opinion, um, or maybe it is a popular opinion and people just don't want to say it. I've always believed yelling is, uh, is just stupidity masked. That, that's what I believe. I've worked with a lot of people who have been mad at me before, but have been professional enough and courteous enough to not lose their temper and just fly off the handle. Um, I think that yelling is masked as stupidity because those people don't know how to express or communicate in any other way. Um, that's my belief. So yelling will get you nowhere. Um, in fact, actually, there was one agent. There was one agent. And I, 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 I think as I get older... I'm developing this confidence. I didn't have it yet. There was an agent once who told me she was on the phone with another agent and this agent started yelling. She goes, oh, no, 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 no. You're not going to yell at me. You're not going to yell at me. We're not going to have this. And I guess the agent continued to to uh, yell at her. And she goes, if you keep yelling at me, I'm going to hang up on you. I'm going to hang up on you. And the agent kept yelling. She goes, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and, just, and just hung up the phone. She's like, we're not getting anywhere with this. And she just literally hung up on the agent. Um but yeah, yelling gets you nowhere and um, it accomplishes nothing. It absolutely accomplishes nothing. So, um, you know, the next point here we, is about establishing the means of communication early in the relationship. Are you talking about like, you know, these are the hours that I can take, I take calls. This is the time that I X, Y, Z. This is the time I do this. And these are the times I'm available, et cetera. Is that, was that what you're talking about? Yeah, I probably should have put this in the notes. Now that I've vented and <laughs> bitched for the last 20 minutes, um, allow me to offer an olive branch. Um, 
one of the things that can help you in this situation is um, make sure you're having a conversation with your realtor right away. Um, when you first meet with them, when you first start working with them, have a conversation. How do they want to communicate? What are their hours of operation? I'll give you a perfect example. I tell my my clients all the time, I'm out on the road a lot, as are a lot of realtors. Um, email is not the best form of communication for me because I'm out on the road. And if I get into an email chain that's 20 emails long, I miss a lot of things. I don't like checking email on my phone because I have missed a lot of things over the years. Uh, Lou, you and I have had this situation at BNI where somebody sends out an email and then eight hours later, I've got 16 responses and I start missing people's responses. You don't know who said what and exactly. What first and everything. Else. And I have to be at my computer to kind kind of weed through the emails right. a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So I tell my clients all the time, hey, look, email's not the way to go for me. I only really use email when you get into the transaction. A, because if I have to send you a lot of information, it's good to have it in writing. And B, as we start getting into documents that need to be signed and executed right. and passed along and, and transferred, I will do it that way. But otherwise, my main communication is not um, is not emailing. What I tell people is that, especially for days when I'm out in the fields and I have a lot of back-to-back appointments, I at the very least try to check texts and phone calls. I'm, I'm, I'm very much a boomer in this way. Um, I check voicemails and phone calls every every day I get them. So I tell buyers that the best way to get a hold of me is to call me or text me. If you have a question um, that's going to require some discussion, please call me. If uh, it's something short, or maybe you're sending me a list of houses that you want to go see, or you just want to confirm a time or a place for a meeting, you know, text me. But text and calls, because at the very least, in between all of my appointments, I do try to make sure that I, I get back to all text messages and phone calls. Um, and I can kind of handle that while I'm on the road, whether I'm driving and I can safely talk hands-free, or if I get to my next appointment a few minutes early, I can return those couple of texts. That's just me personally. And, you know, hey, look, I might check, you know, I, I know for me, I have a little bit of a different schedule where I work until about 4.35 o'clock every day, which is a little on the early side because I have a one-year-old who's going to bed at 7.30. Um, a lot of my a lot of my fellow businessmen and women um, will work until 7.30, 8 o'clock and then kind of shut their phones off for the night. What I do is I work till about 4.30 or 5. Um, I shut the phone down for a little bit, but then I get back to it about 8 o'clock for a couple of hours before I go up to bed. So I, I you know, if you text me at 6.30, if I don't get back right away, it's because I'm doing the family thing for a couple hours. That's just me. And who knows, in in 10 years, you know, this might be a totally different conversation we're having because when my kid's 10 years old in school, it might be different. But at least right now, that's where I'm at. And that's what kind of works for me and my clients. It might be different for for other clients and other agents. You just have to ask them and you just have to have that conversation uh, to see what works best for them. Uh, But I can guarantee you, if you're texting me much after about 9, 930, I'm probably not responding Till the till the next day. I'm sorry. Unless unless we're like writing up an offer, we're in the middle of negotiations, which is something very special and very very unique, which does not happen very often. Um, and you know, just you know, we have to keep in mind, everybody, that you know, all these folks that are working in this, you know, the lenders, the rep, the title rep, the attorneys, you know, all the appraisers, trades, everything, you know, they're humans too. They're just like you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and and that's and that's what I really wanted to say. You know, keep in mind, I, I'm 
doing this podcast episode because I'm trying to, you know, be an advocate for uh, the real estate community and that, you know, we, we have to be mindful that, you know, we're not just here for everyone's beck and call 24 um, seven. But I've had these same conversations with lenders, with title reps, not so much with attorneys. I, I, I will say this much attorney bashing is way too easy. One thing they are they 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 are great at uh they just give no f's if they can get to your phone call by the end of the day great and if not they'll call you back at another day when it's convenient for them like i i give attorneys all the credit in the world that they don't care they do not care and they charge you by the text message for it too but anyways um <laughs> but you know just re- just remember that we're all humans we're all business people you know like i said lenders title reps surveyors appraisers tradespeople. the list goes on and on and on and on just remember we're all humans and we're all trying to run our businesses, but we're also trying to run our lives as well too. And while I know that this uh, entire podcast is just hypothetical, Jason, you've never had anybody bother you late at night or during your off time or get angry. And I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. So, so you're going to, so you're going to make up an interesting story to tell, to uh, tell us. (laughs) Yes. Well, and here, here, here's the, here's the phrase my wife and I use all the time. All of my clients want me to have a day off. They do. They want me to have a day off. They want me to have personal time. They just don't want it to be a day when they need me. (laughs) And I know I'm not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. So as far as the interesting story goes, good news and bad news. Bad news is this is a true story. The good news is, well, semi-good news, this is not my story. Um, Sadly, this is another agent in my office. Um, I'm going to keep it very vague so he or she won't know that I'm borrowing this story for them. Um, But I was talking to an agent in my office once. This was probably, I don't know, six months to a year ago. Um, We had just been having the conversation about, you know, just how crazy this business has gotten and clients want us when they want us and they don't want to wait. So I had an agent that was on her way to a couple of house showings with the client. And very thankfully, um, while got into a fender bender was nothing serious. So thankfully it wasn't serious, but she got into a fender bender. And Lou, as you are more than aware of when those, you know, car accidents happen, no matter how minor they are, you have to stay on scene. There's certain things that need to be done. You know, it was serious enough that, you know, the police needed to be called. There was a police report that needed to be filed insurance information needed to be taken cars needed to be towed and things like that she was on her way and she called her client she said i'm so sorry um i was just in a car accident i'm not going to be able to make our appointment um and you would think that the conversation would just end there oh my god i'm so sorry hope you're okay call me later and we'll figure it out and i believe her client's exact words were after she heard that her realtor was in a car accident was so we're not going to look at the house then <laughs> like really like people come on use some common sense here you know just you know it's the golden rule treat people how you'd want what is it treat treat others how you want people to treat right. you put yourself in that situation if you are a realtor going to show a house and you got into a car accident is really the la- the first thing you're worried about your appointment that you're going to you know yep. think about it think about it so yeah good yeah, all, all good so any final thoughts before we uh close for today i do my final thought is this um i realize that i'm one of about probably ten thousand agents just in the pittsburgh area and one of how many hundreds of thousands if not millions of real estate agents you know 
nationwide and worldwide. So I realize I'm a very, 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 very small fish in this pond. And, uh, you know, I hope to, I hope that maybe this will go a little further than what I intended it to be. I just see myself as wanting to be an advocate for in 2022. See, I got that right. <laughs> this time in 2022, in in a world of instant gratification and in a world where we have everything at our fingertips, um, we have to remember that realtors are not these uh, commodities that are at our beck and call 24-7. Um, we are people who lead lives, who run businesses, and you have to realize that sometimes you may call and you may not hear back right away, and, and that's okay. And And to the realtors out there, I want to say that it's okay to take your life back. It, you know, don't be ashamed and don't feel bad that, you know what, we're not always going to get back to phone calls right away. You know, sometimes you might have an agent or a, a client that calls us at 630 on a Tuesday. And you know what, you'll get back to them first thing Wednesday morning. Um, I really see not just me, but my generation um, of realtors, hopefully swinging the pendulum the other way. You know, we've gotten into a society where it's all instant gratification. It's all, we need to have access 24 seven and to say, you know what, the real estate business needs to take it back a little bit and maybe not necessarily um, be so instant instantly gratifying and to just say, you know what, um, you know, clients and, and, and potential clients out there need to have a little bit of patience. Um, and you need to realize that, you know, you may not always get everything right at the minute you want to, and that's okay. We'll still get our job done. We'll still provide excellent quality uh, customer service. We will still provide you with a high level uh, of service to get to your house um, sold or bought, but we can do that without sacrificing our personal lives, our time with our kids, our time with our spouses, uh, and just being able to generally enjoy uh, the quality of life that we deserve outside of running our business. Okay. Uh, just, yeah, just some food for thought. And I think you make a great point about the sort of instant gratification thing and how it's kind of made us um, insensitive you know, to, 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 to other people. And it's, it's just the sort of thing you just, we just sort of got programmed till we get everything we want, like instantaneously. And it's, it's sometimes people just aren't even really even aware of that. So I think that this is good to have this conversation. Yep. And, and I'll throw out this one other little uh, blip and I probably should have let off with this 30 minutes ago. <laughs> we are aware as realtors, we get into this business knowing it's not a nine to five. Like we understand it's not a nine to five. We understand we're going to have late nights. We understand we're going to have to work on weekends, but there still need to be boundaries. I think that's what I'm trying to get at is that there just need to be boundaries um, with the people that we work with because we understand we are not a nine to five. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Excellent. Uh, if you were uh, interested in dealing with, uh, or you're interested in possibly selling, buying, uh, in the near future, maybe, maybe, maybe you're not, maybe you're thinking like maybe in a year from now or whatever, uh, Jason's playing the long game with this. He wants to be your real estate advisor. If you've listened to any of these other, uh, uh podcasts, you know that there's much to be gained by starting getting ball rolling early and getting some counsel and some coaching through this process so that it does go smoothly. So there aren't as many emergencies at, you know, 10 o'clock at night or whatever. Um, and you can mitigate a lot of that by just kind 
kind of getting started early and 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 uh, and working through it. So uh, you can get a hold of Jason uh, as he said earlier. Texting and calling are probably the best bets for him. Four one two six five one four six three eight. You know, if you got documents or whatever, something long form like that. Jason Wilcox at PittsburghMoves.com probably better for that. But uh, yeah, feel free to uh, to call or text Jason. He's here for you. He wants to start working with you right away so that uh, you know as the as the time approaches, as you know, you're ticking off these different things that have to be done. It's you know, it's done in a little bit more of a relaxed kind of manner. Everybody knows what to expect. Everybody knows what's going on because you've been working together. So that's uh, that's just a, a reason to, to to get a hold of Jason and to get him on your team sooner rather than later. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us, Jason. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you all on the next really real real estate podcast.